Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hello Harm podcast. I'm your host, Alex Luby, and I'm joined, as always, by the horniest homies to sail the seven seas, Mr. Jonathan Semerow, Anthony Luby, Luke Farnsworth, Neil, and we have a very special guest with us tonight, the man, the myth, the legend from America, but we just say he's from Australia, Mr. Nathan Lawbacher, a.k.a. Corporal. Arrgh, I finally get to sail the horny seas with the homies. <laughs> Welcome aboard, sailor. Welcome aboard the horny ship where you'll be scrubbing my poop deck nightly. <laughs> this is just a quick reference. Nate is the man behind the music that we use. He is. So, uh, our intro music oh, yeah. that you hear, and most of it in the Hello Harm videos, where? Corporal is the producer That's for that music. Like. Corporal's actually the manager of the Hello Harm podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Also manager of a uh, very well-known esports team called Frick Esports. Shout out real quick. <laughs> Shout out Frick, Frick Esports. Frick will be in the description below. That's that's a name I haven't heard pop up in a while. Is Frick? <laughs> how is how is Frick doing? You know, Frick uh, taking a bit of a break from the main game right now, Rocket League. That uh, you know, I managed all the back end, all the tournaments. You know, I was PR. I was everything behind the scenes, and sometimes it happened three. But you know, right now everybody needed a break just because it was it was just too much. Do you run the Twitter for Frick? Um, I have access, but I don't run it. Nick, did you get like slightly? Oh, I'm right in the mic now. Yes, yes, sir. All right, looks good. Looks good. Looks you good. can um, you can move it a little closer to your face if you need to. I don't think he needs the, the uh, pop filter, does he? No, he has a very calm voice. I'm like, yeah. Someone across from Anthony. Uh, how about you uh, bend over and take it up the rear, pal? I'll, I'll deliver you a shafting like none other. Yeah, I think he'll pass on that. But uh, how, how's everyone doing tonight? Uh, exciting, well, exciting night. <laughs> exciting night tonight. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I have a tendency to shit myself. <laughs> Specifically, when I eat at a restaurant called Melt, um, we ate there. We ate there tonight, and um, since we left, I've been experiencing incredible amounts of stomach pressure. And I just went to the bathroom, and dude, nothing's coming, but. There will be a reckoning. <laughs> it's coming. It's like the Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> Once we see him start sweating, we're no, it's, <laughs> we know if, it's if coming. At any point during the uh, during this episode of the podcast, I say, "Can we take a break?" You pause it because I'm going to be running. Um, there won't be time to pause. You'll be out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a, a rather labored uh, episode for me, Luke. Well. Today's Saturday, February 13th, and tomorrow is Valentine's Day, as we all know. Mm -hmm. And for those of you at home that don't know, it is Valentine's Day. We will be your Valentine, and your gift to us could be a like, a comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and I would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> or, as opposed to a like, a subscribe, and a share on YouTube, you could just send us feet pics. We're always down for feet pics. Adam? Send your feet pics to helloharam at gmail, helloharampodcast at gmail.com. We will be happy to... Um, to look at your feet, and we will be even happier to make a video where we review the feet pics of our viewers. To our Spotify listeners, you could follow the the podcast on Spotify. To our Apple Apple Podcast, is that what it is? Apple Podcast. Yeah, Apple. And, and Anchor. It and Anchor. It's, it's on like 
20 plaid. Yeah, it's not a lot. Give us some positive feedback. Also, for Valentine's Day, Sencho, happy Valentine's Day. Will you please be my Valentine? I love you. I'm still single. Oh, God. What was the thing that Luke sent in the group chat today that made you... It was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Where he sent, like, (laughs) I want Sencho to a... What was it? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I, he I, saved I, it because I, I was like, was out, of every, so out of everything I sent yesterday, that was the only thing that got saved. Dude, it was so really? funny. Yeah, that was I the mean, only aside thing. Aside from like ludes and stuff. Fucking <laughs> 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 don't doubt us like that. <laughs> Dude, I've actively proclaimed how I had to delete things off my phone because I had no story. We've all mentioned we have like 600 plus saved. Yeah. Yeah. But between the four of us, we probably have upwards of 6,000 ludes. I think they might <laughs> have like a saber. It's bad. Me, I probably have within 10, 15 that I saved just because of, like, they're funny, but... <laughs> <laughs> Absolute rookie number. It was... Yeah. <laughs> last night at 10.31 yeah. p.m., I sent, I want Sencho to kick me in the fucking balls. <laughs> I was like, that's not even, like, erotic. That's just... That is punishment. The other thing that got saved by me was you better scramble like an egg before you get folded like an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that, Luke, and I, I did not laugh my ass And it was like, out of everything I said yesterday, I was like, man, I'm really on something today. These are a lot of one-offs, and nothing got saved but those two things. I want Sencho to kick me in the fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a, a story that I thought about. Yeah. Alex will know. It happened a couple uh. years ago. No, it's not that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me being an idiot. Okay. Fact, oh, wow, okay. It, I mean, it has to do with me in my car. Just, I didn't do anything. So, a while ago, our buddy, Matt, Matt, if you're listening, because I know you will be probably in this episode since Corporal's on, Matt had, there was a problem, he, something happened at college, and he was home, and he was pretty sad, he was bummed out. He came over to my house, and we were drinking a little bit, and he got on Tinder, and he's like, hey, uh, do you want to come with me? Like, we'll just go, he met this girl, matched, and we went to go pick her up, because we were just going to go vibe. I'm like, yeah, sure, Matt's in a, Matt's sad, we'll, we'll help out Matt. Alex, you know where I'm going with this? I remember, I know yeah. this story. Yeah. All right, so we, we go, I think I've heard either. <clears throat> we go pick her up, um, and sh- she has really shitty friends, because it's me, Alex, and Matt, she was plastered, like, just drunk as fuck. Sloshed. And her friends sloshed. were just, allowed her to just get in my car and just go somewhere. Her friends were just like, yeah, go for it, like. You have really awful friends, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, if you, if, if whatever, I don't even know your fucking name, but if you're listening to this, you have shitty friends, and I hope you found some fucking new she's ones. She's not listening. It doesn't matter. Maybe she's like a super... <laughs> anyway, um, we start driving, and the speed limit is 35, and I'm doing like 34. And she's like, hey, can you slow down a little bit? I'm starting to feel like, meh. I'm like, I'm doing the speed limit, but okay. It's a straight road. Whatever. We'll go. So we're going... Um, to this place, and I am at an intersection, and it's a left turn, I'm in the left turn lane, and um, she had what she said was an entire bottle of strawberry vodka Smirnoff. before she got in my car. Smirnoff. Yeah, so she starts feeling a little bleh. So we're at this intersection, so I have a Mustang, and that has two doors, so Matt and this girl are in the back. They have no access to any doors unless Alex or me open mine. She uh, decides that she needs to throw up. So she goes, makes that throw up sound, and me and Alex hear it. 
No, I didn't hear it. I smelt it. It was fucking disgusting. Oh. I heard it, and I just looked forward in my car and was like, this girl's throwing up in the back of my car right now. So Alex opens his door at this intersection. We get a green light. Cars are behind us, kind of honking. Her head is out, throwing up outside of uh, outside my car. And it smells like strawberry vodka in the back of my car. So because she had gross. thrown up in the seat and the road. So oh, we get there. Matt and this girl start vibing. He calls her an Uber and she leaves. But we're not done yet. We, um, we get home. I'm a little pissy because this girl threw up in my car. And uh, Matt falls asleep. And I'm like, hey, you should clean this up. He's knocked. And he leaves really early the next morning. So I go out to my car, baking in the sun overnight. And, you know, it's pretty warm. Baking still in the sun overnight. <laughs> the moon is fucking roasting this thing. <laughs> Whatever. It was summer, so it was pretty hot out, I think. Was it summer? I have no idea. Anyway. No, no, it was fall. It's football season. Okay, anyway, vomit baking in your car for any period of time is just not going to be the best thing in the world. Thank God I had leather seats because I had to clean this fucking vomit out of my car by myself. Hey, Matt. Where did this story come from? I don't know. I thought about it at work. You know, that's funny because uh, I told Sarah. Sarah's one of the people in this building. I told her that same story like a couple days ago. That story upsets me. How long did your car smell like strawberries? A minute. Yeah, like, it was like someone put an air freshener in there. And it kind when of I threw up raspberry there. vodka in my room downstairs, it smelled like it for about two and a half weeks. Jeez. That long? Yeah, no, it was like stained to the fucking trash can. Oh for my a god, while. I would have got so nasty. Every time I think about alcohol in your house, I always think about how Jacob passed out on the beanbag behind the couch <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> In front of the fridge, nonetheless. Completely asleep, just so we couldn't knocked. get to the like, we couldn't. There was nothing we could do. He drank. It was cracking. Hey, can we put up a that, picture that of the man sleeping on to 40? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah, a yeah. picture of Corporal sleeping on to 40. Da 40. All that right. was a 2020 pog moment. <laughs> oh, that was 2020? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Corporal, what's your, uh, Corporal, what's your favorite word? Uh, favorite word? Yeah. I'm just curious. I, I f- I've never thought about that. Uh, hit me with a hard question right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> we do things, we go hard here at our podcast, Corp. We're always hard here. I hope your, We're, your guns are locked yeah. and loaded. you got to be ready. hard from the time you walk in the door to the um, time you leave. Infrastructure. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my head. I don't have a favorite word. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was just, makes, the man makes a good point. I was just thinking about the fucking Hachimo. What's your favorite word? Pog. Epic poggers. Poggers. It's her favorite combination. Hachimo is dead. No, she's. Oh yeah. She's combined Hachima with a Kai Hato now. She is. There's no more Hachimo. It's Hato Cha. Hachimo Hachimo. Well, the end of an era. One thing I wanted to uh, talk to Corporal about is he is technically our overseas bro, our overseas viewer, because he spent a year in Australia, but not just Australia. He also went to Japan with Alex. He went to multiple Asian countries. Um, It was Thailand, Cambodia, Malaysia, and Philippines. Yeah, so I want to get... It's like all of Southeast Asia. There's like, <laughs> a lot of countries. I want I want the scoop. Yeah, I want I to know questions. what prompted you to go. Yeah. Why did you choose where to go? Were you all just right. like, I'm going to go fucking travel. Fuck you. And why, why did, like, the length of time you stayed, what... 
and like oh, okay. determine well, so, what okay. did you do to make money like what I want to hear this we whole just story hear, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. the yeah. story so, alright the so, scoop uh, like how old were you when you left like what was the what, what was uh, the let me think I was 22 so what was I think it? I was 22 2018 you went you left yeah 2018 I left um, August 31st I think or August I don't know end of August and what prompted me to go um I had like a solid job for a year so I was saving up money Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life at the moment because the job was just like one you can it didn't matter much to me not a career thing yeah and my sister was in Australia already doing this thing and she had gone to school there in the past um for what do they call them things when you go to school overseas Uh, studying abroad yeah studying abroad yeah she did that so she kind of just convinced me to go and I'm like okay so I go, and what you need is, like, a working holiday visa. So what you're supposed to do is, the, the main point is to work. Um, or no, sorry, the other way around. The main point of the visa is for travel, or, like, holidays, what they call it, vacationing. And you're supposed to work. And that's really what, I don't know, money looked good and seemed cool. So it was, like, your sister that kind of prompted you to go. Yeah. Did you have any interest in Australia prior to going? Uh, not really. Nothing like <laughs> <laughs> nothing that like stood out more than other countries besides the fact that like everybody there speaks English already, mm-hmm. and that just is the easiest transition to starting traveling. I think so. That makes sense. I didn't really have it as like a hot spot and, or a bucket list I mean, item or anything. I mean, it'd be cool. Like it's all the way across the world. Like not a lot of people. Everybody wants to go to like Europe. It is. It is the land down under. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was Australia. That's one. That's another one of those countries that people always say they want to go to but never do. It was a very rare island. Very. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. The land of criminals. Very rarely do you get. Like Corporal's the only guy I've met that's been to Australia. Very rarely do you find someone who's been that far. Not just been to Australia. There. Lived. Worked. (laughs) Lived. Vibed. Got drunk. Came. All of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, I actually have a, like a like a question that could probably lead to a story if you have one. Do you have any um, stories that stick out about the wildlife? Because uh, you always see like the like the memes and the pictures of the Australian wildlife being fucking insane. Yeah, uh, for the most part, actually, like all the dangerous shit, I didn't really come across. I mean, like I saw crocs, but that was like on a boat tour where you're supposed to. I saw snakes on that same tour. I never saw any of that stuff in like the wild. Um, probably the closest scary thing I came to was like the the wild dogs that are out in the outback. No, you uh, saw some. You ran into them. I didn't know. I didn't see them. Like, but that's like the closest danger that was around me besides oh, like okay. maybe spiders or like, something. They call them dingoes. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. The crazy dingoes. I, I think, nah, because I think there's dingoes, but I think there's also just some other, wi- maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think there might be just, uh, like, wild dogs as well. So did you actually, like, did you live out in the outback? Yeah. I was um small town first time for, like, three months called Concurry, and... It's like a town of 2,700 people. Jesus Christ. So there's like oh my God. nothing out there. There's not even a movie theater. Uh, there's three bars. <laughs> maybe, maybe four. I can't remember. 
it like used to be a really like hot spot for like a mining town ah. um and it, i guess that's still where they get a lot of people but it's nothing like what it used to be um but like just two days ago or something there was just news that the next australian survivor is going to be in Cloncurry. And it's going to bring them like millions of dollars. So that's kind of sick. I remember you sent us that link. Yeah, oh, that's kind of hard. And I was, yeah. I was like, they were supposed to like film it in Fiji, but because of like the coronavirus and stuff, they're going to some isolated location. Oh, okay. less risk. That makes sense. So Conquer isn't really like a touristy place. No, is it? not at all. It, I mean, like it, it's in the outback, but there is nothing special about it. Like you'll go out there, and it'll be locals and backpackers that work at the bar, and like. I myself, they call me backpackers, like whatever you're. You're just the, like the worst. Did you did you get brains. to know any regulars at the bar? Uh, yeah, that's that's just like how it is with the small towns. You get to know at least all the drunks or all the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the partiers. They're not all drunks, but that uh, that's a whole different way of life. It was actually really cool. I liked that part so much. But I wouldn't want to live there like for long. Mm-hmm. Just Cloncurry, or there's Cloncurry, and then one other town. Why oh, can't I remember the name of it? Uh, Miles. This was over on the uh, the east coast, right? Um, yeah, it was f- away from the east coast, like go inland six hours or something, eight. I can't remember. I have no like reference for how far or big Australia is. So eight hours from here, you could get to. Uh, where could you get eight hours? Could you from? go to Virginia? That's in eight hours, you'd get yeah. like midway through Virginia. Yeah, no, you could probably get close to Virginia Beach. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, think I drove to Virginia was like six hours. Yeah, because I'm kind of like referencing our trip. You can go to can. New York and go kind of oh. deep in it. Yeah, you can go to New like York. State. Jay, how was long? How long was our drive to New York? Yeah, well, six hours to New York. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. oh yeah, Australia is. I think it was six and a half. It's huge. It's yeah, it's a similar size to the U.S. Oh my god, that's much larger than I thought. So really? six hours from the East Coast, say you're in Brisbane. Yes, yeah, so I was in Brisbane. That would take you to like probably the edge yeah, of yeah. Kentucky area, maybe Missouri. Oh, that's pretty deep inland. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably that's there. what I hear about Australia. Like, there's stuff on the coast, like east and west. Like, uh, Perth is that's on the west side. Perth, right? Perth is on Perth, the west. Brisbane, Sydney. It's literally like in the middle. It's either ninety three or ninety seven percent of the population of Australia lives on the coast. Oh, that is no crazy. It's crazy high. Um, so when you were in this little shanty town, um, yeah, how long were you there? Like, like in that town? That's not my question. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there for three months, like both times. Okay, so you're there. Both small towns. Oh, okay, so yeah. like three months per town? Yeah. Okay, so what was your living arrangements in both town? Like, how were you staying? All right, first place, uh, the bar provided me, like, two two meals a day. It was, like, lunch, dinner, on top of, like, a solid $600 a week, I think. And then my room, it was horrible piece of shit, <laughs> most depressing thing. Like, it was those white painted cinder block walls. Oh, um, There's an air conditioner. There was a window, but it led out to the hotel, like, hallway. I, I don't know. <laughs> so you didn't, you like, didn't it, have a window I outside. did not have a window outside. <laughs> wow. And that air conditioner, I don't know how old it was, but it broke on the days where it was, like, getting 110 degrees, and my room was just cooking. Like, I would go in there and just start sweating my ass off. 
That was a miserable situation. Did you have like a like was the bed like a nice bed or was it like an iron rod with springs? Uh, no, it was a, it was a decent bed. I wouldn't call it nice, but it was it was a bed. Okay. Mine at home is probably worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so that's what it was like in the first place. Uh, yeah, actually, there were two beds in there because I think it's meant to hold two people, but I had the whole room to myself. And I say whole room, but it was like size of this room probably. With two beds? Yeah. Where was the loo? Lou is, uh, so right outside my room was like a refrigerator, like a couple books that people had left, and then two bathrooms that were nasty as fuck. Oh my <laughs> God. Dude, you know those, <laughs> those cockroaches that you see, you, say, you see on Fear Factor, like the huge ass flying ones? Yeah. Those would just be like crawling around the place. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that wasn't lovely, especially the shower. Like nobody ever cleaned it. It, it was. See, I hadn't thought about this in a while. This is kind of put in a spot in my brain <laughs> that I've just blocked it out, but I'm thinking about it now, and there's just, like, black mold kind of growing. <laughs> like, oh, God. It so, was a, a situation where you just get through day by day and make your money. You know? was, um, so I, I'm asking a lot of questions. You guys feel free Dude, to Dude, oh, I, I go actually ahead. got one. Okay, yeah, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't... How do you go about getting, like, the job? And so you go... To this small city in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in Australia, oh and yeah, get this job at a bar and they pay for all your shit. Like, how does that even happen? That's um, kind of a common thing for for backpackers is like a room and meals provided. It's usually a common thing to see. Uh, but when I went out to Cloncurry, I wasn't even planning on working there initially. Mm-hmm. I'd gone out because that's where my sister was working, so she was going to show me the town. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll see you for a week. And I decided, like, all right, whatever, I'll just work here. It's, why not? So I just, like, went into the bar with, um, let me think. No, I had a a resume I printed out at the library. I went into, like, the first bar that I came across. And I asked the dude, like, if he's hiring. He said, no, he just had a position filled. And I'm like, okay, cool. And, like, as I was about to leave, he called me back in. And then we talked. And all of a sudden, I had a job. So I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> um, so that that was kind of epic. Uh, I don't know. I've had really good luck with getting a job where I just kind of go to a place and they hire me. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Fuck maybe it. I, maybe I just need to go to Con Curry. <laughs> just say fuck it. Con Curry, correction. I got yeah. Put respect oh, on one. it. There's no, there. oh, no, I, I mean that was no disrespect. I know, I know. Put it with respect. It Clon took me a while to get the actual name in my head right. Clon Curry. It's weird. Much love from the Dirty Three Thirty. If I do say so myself. Yes. <laughs> Would you guys love. like some quick wild Australian dog facts? Yeah. Send them yeah. So the dingo was thought to have been the first dog inhabiting Australia from Asia about four thousand years ago. All other dogs there are actually breeds of dogs that were brought over from uh, Europe. They're fucking mutts. So, <laughs> so dingoes are actually on the um, endangered species list because of that. Fuck. Really? Because are there mean? are not many purebred dingoes anymore. Huh. So dingoes are now endangered species. Their diet includes kangaroo, no. rabbit, wallaby, rodents, birds, brush-tailed possum, and the common wombat. 
Not the wombat. <laughs> Thank God it's not the uncommon wombat. <laughs> Thank God it's not the rare wombat. The legendary wombat. Oh my God, dude, dude! I guess what I pulled in my pack today, today Luke. What? Dude, I pulled an epic wombat. Dude, that's like a 1.25% chance of pulling. I pulled a fucking purple wombat. What if there was a wombat-themed gotcha game? That'd be pissed off. We'd make millions. Do I want another gotcha game? Like, I have Ozzer Lane. Do we want... Do, sh- Genshin, sh- which Genshin sh- just sh- fucks sh- me every day. Shut your fuck up. We're going to make the wombat game. <laughs> We're going to be the ones making the money. Shut your fuck up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That means we get a cute wombat waifu. Yeah, now do you Speaking see? Speaking of waifus, Lucas, I mean, uh, Corporal is sandwiched between two Onesans, yeah, aka Akino and Rios. Thumbnail. Thumbnail. Wait, Oh, do you see that again? So they met the Wata. And there's the thumbnail. He's sandwiched between two absolute baddies Akino and Rios. Which one's I won't remember their names. Which one's milkers do you prefer more? <laughs> <laughs> this is an anime podcast. Between the two right here? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll just go with red. Good, good choice. choice. Good man. Good choice. Good boy. <laughs> Either way, you were going to get a good choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She'll suck the demon out of you. Or the dragon. No, that's Akino. Oh. I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, they said real. Also, dingoes live in old wombat holes. So they So they, they not only kill them and They take them, their holes. <laughs> Dude, and, are dicks. And large Dingo's rabbit wards. to America? Because that sounds a lot like America. <laughs> they live in logs, caves, rock ledges, tussock grasses, and debris. Wow. Luke, what is, like, the size and weight of a dingo? The Jesus average Christ. dingo. The average dingo? All yeah. right, hold on. Um, um, like, give it, like, it's a probably like this boy here. <laughs> Neil? Neil, Neil that's his name, yeah. Is Neil a dingo? Yeah. All right, first off, they have to be able to take down a fucking <laughs> kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, in packs, they're medium-sized dogs, three three and a half to four feet long from head to tail. Uh, the tail adds another twelve to thirteen inches. They typically weigh twenty-two to thirty-three pounds. Okay, so is that like a the size of like a beagle? That's a little smaller than Ollie. Okay, I'd so say Ollie like, size would be very fitting. Ollie for weighs about fifty-five. I think they're just like not in punting range. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's a damn shame. <laughs> um, well, Alex, how tall are you? Short Why? king size. Why does it matter? Well, I'm just I'm <laughs> telling you for reference. 5'8". So eight. All right, it's going to come up to about the middle of your chest. And that's not its legs. That's just its body from tail to head is coming up to about the middle of your chest. Uh, for a second, I thought you were just talking to, like, the dog standing normally. I'm like, wait, wait. The dog standing up overtakes Alex. <laughs> <got> two legs. <laughs> it's looking me dead in the face, standing on its hind legs, getting ready to beat the shit out of me. He's posted up. Yeah. It's like that scene in Kangaroo Jack when... <laughs> You think Kangaroo Jack's a young boy fan? <laughs> I go by young boy. He's got that drip though. If Corporal sleeps on your floor tonight, he may be cursed by young boy. <laughs> we'll leave Kangaroo Jack in the no. description. We'll tell you about that oh, later. No. But I actually had another question about um, cock and balls. Oh, sorry. I'm always going to answer. So the way you're describing this place to me, it sounds desolate. Um Yes. So. (laughs) 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 Okay. I have two questions. One, what were the roads like? The roads are, uh, from what I remember, they're 
please say dirt. Decent. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't get dirt out there. Like the main roads itself, and for some reason, all the roads in like these small towns are super wide. Like really? Yeah, just crazy wide. I don't know why they're made like that, but they are. That's okay. the very distinctive thing about like small towns out there. That was my first question. The roads right. are built different. My second question is, you said you said there's not like a movie theater or anything and that there was just like some books outside your room so when you had time off and you're saying you're taking this day by day how did you how did you pass the time and like how did you keep yourself from being like my god this is where I'm at right now uh hmm I played a lot of video games on my laptop I used my phone's hotspot data to oh, get geez. an internet connection because I didn't have Wi-Fi in my room. Because um, it was there, cinder block. There yeah. wasn't shit in this no, room. No, there was nothing for me. <laughs> and I think I had like a 80 gig limit for... No, it was like... I think it was 40 gig limit on my hotspot to start. And I remember I went over it by 200 gigabytes. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> and, you know, yeah, they were this did not happen just once. This was two different occurrences where I went over by that much. And shout out Optus, the phone provider, because I just, like, <laughs> talked to them on chat and told them what the deal is. Mm-hmm. And they just waved it up to my, like, data that they gave me. No fucking way. Yeah. That's clutch hey. as fuck. Like, two different times this happened. So, if you're going That's over clutch. there, I got to recommend Optus, 100%. Optus Wireless? Cellular? I, I don't know. I just know Optus. Optus, <laughs> Optus, Optus Australia. You want me to Google it? Yeah. Do uh, they have Ninja Wi-Fi? <laughs> oh, that's Japan only. Ninja. I watched the ad, dude. I watched the ad today. Oh, it came up today. Yeah. I haven't I seen one in a minute. I haven't seen I Ninja Wi-Fi in a while. I'm kind of missing him. Uh, speaking of like Wi-Fi, it's just Optus. I remember uh, we would be on Discord like me, Kyle, Nate, or not Nate yet, Josh and Matt, and then Nate would hop in for just a second. His connection would sound so fucking bad. <laughs> oh god! He'd be like, what's up, guys? Like. I'm either in like a local library or Burger King or something <laughs> using their free Wi-Fi, and then he would get kicked and join back. Like, yeah, the Wi-Fi here is terrible too. <laughs> so it was the Wi-Fi like all over the place, just dog shit. Uh, a lot of places, it was pretty rough. Australia is known for just having horrible internet infrastructure. There, I got my word out. Just infrastructure. I mean. Where the fuck are they gonna put cell towers? The goddamn desert, like it's it's insane. Like you have there's three nothing out there. That you can put a cell tower in. One of the like noticeable changes when I got back from like out back to Ohio is just noticing how populated Ohio is. Like you'll just drive and there's always something off the road you can pull over and see. In Australia, you're just driving for miles and miles. Like sometimes it's an hour between towns with like actually nothing in between. So there's no point in getting cell towers out there. Man, that's so crazy. That's it's Pennsylvania. Scary, Imagine if you're driving that and you run out of gas. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> like that's the the entirety of Australia is the Pennsylvania Turnpike. <laughs> Fucking feels like it. <laughs> you're going to run into one pissed off like dingo and he's going to ruin he's your gonna day. He's going to evict you dude, from your car. <laughs> he's making that as you walk. Just don't that's run into the camels, dude. They got wild sleep. camels out camels? there. Camels? What? Yeah. <laughs> there, are, camels in Australia? there are herds of camels that are wild out there. I think they were brought in uh, probably to do work, and now they're just invasive. Australian feral camels. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Whoa, I did not know I that. I didn't know that. Wait, so did you see any? I didn't myself. I know my sister did. She went out to, like, 
out back where you're on dirt roads, like taking the Ute and explain the Ute. The Ute. It is um, one of the most common vehicles you'll see, especially outside of any Australian city. It's like a pickup truck, but not with a pickup bed. It's got like the covered bed or Mm -hmm. sometimes toolboxes on the side. It's always something. It just looks like a full SUV, but a pickup truck look like. So that's the Ute. Picture of the Ute will be right here. Let's get our hands on the Ute. Do you know the gas mileage on this thing? I have no idea. Because it sounds but like it, it doesn't get any. <laughs> Wait, of a camel? Of you? No, not a camel. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's, it's not bad. I'm sorry, like, I'm it's got to be decent because, like, all of the just normal companies out all, there all use all them the as petrol stations. Oh, really? All the, yeah, they do call them petrol stations. <laughs> <laughs> Petrols, chips instead of fries. They get a lot of British slang. So, uh, petrol. you leave cock and balls like <laughs> Wait, what do you read about camels? I'm still reading about camels. First off, camels were suggested to be brought into Australia in 1839. The first camel arrived in Australia in 1840. On the ship that they had camels on, it doesn't say how many camels they had. All but one died (laughs) on the voyage from the Canary Islands to fucking Australia. What? So, what did they... Had that one camel come over and go, well, the fuck, sur- got one. And then the very next sentence, the surviving camel was named Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you asking me? So, you're, you're, uh, what, what's after the city that you're in now? Next city you moved to, where are you going after these? Uh, I was in, I actually went overseas to Asia at this point. So, okay. I'd saved up a decent amount of money. Just like the three months, I made a lot. Because you get paid pretty well, and there's nothing to spend it on out there. Um, before we get into the Asia portion, when was the Carney stuff? Was this before? This was after Japan. Wait, sh- yeah, I think it was after Japan. Was it? Okay, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. I want to follow the roadmap yeah, of this trip. We're gonna we're gonna take the, the okay. Corporal, so Corporal, Corporal hops on a boat. Yes. Here, sail it across. He the hops sea. on the, uh, the, the, the boat. Corny. This is the boat of the skies. And it oh, takes yeah. a long, a long way. It stops in Hawaii. I spend a day in Airbnb, <laughs> and I keep going, and I'm at Australia, or maybe a, a stop at New Zealand first. I can't. Okay, remember. I was, I was saying, take this to can your next stop in Asia. My next stop. All right. Can I, can I, can I please give this? Go on, go on. <laughs> about about Harry the uh, camel. Yes. Fast. So Harry the camel, the first camel in Australia, was. Oh, he was number one. Yeah. <laughs> he was used for inland exploration by pastor, pastoralist and explorer John Ainsworth Herricks on his ill-fated 1846 expedition into the arid South Australian interior near Lake Torrens. Ill-fated does not bode well, so I had to keep reading. He became known as the man who was shot by his own camel. <laughs> <laughs> Harry had it out for him. So, all right. I don't want to finish Harry because he died, but, you know. So, he was the man who was shot by his own camel. On the 1st of September, Herricks was preparing to shoot a bird on the shores of Lake Dutton. While his kneeling camel moved while Herricks was reloading his gun, causing the gun to fire and injuring the middle fingers of his right hand and the row of teeth. He died of his wounds on the 23rd. His homie got headshotted by a camel. In Penwortham... After requesting that the camel be shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, 
If I'm going, that fucker's going with me. This motherfucker moved. <laughs> Did they shoot the camel? It doesn't say. That's just the end of the story. This is like one of the best stories I've heard for like <laughs> something so obscure. Like it makes no <laughs> the man who was shot by his own camel. The, the very first camel the to touch Australian soil. The terrible story of the first Australian camel. <laughs> I had no fucking idea Australia had camels. That, that blew my mind. Feral, oh, that's camels. feral camels. Yeah, I like how they call them feral, <laughs> feral camels. <laughs> Alright, well, let's say There's a whole that. section called Camels Go Feral. <laughs> that's that's for later tonight. We're good. We're good. I just want to. I just, I just scrolled down All and right. saw Camels so Go Feral. Have you guys heard of the uh, Australian emu, emu war? Yeah. Okay, so 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 Corporal hops in up hops in the sky boat and he flies and it simultaneously sails to Asia. So and then so I landed in, where did you end up? That was uh Malaysia. One night in Malaysia. Only I one. Yeah. I got to the airport. Um I don't know. May have been. So December thirty first, I get to Malaysia. Spend one night there. Uh, I stopped at McDonald's and got some brownie that was stale as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year's from McDonald's in Malaysia. That that wasn't the New Year's. The New Year's I had a good time. So I left Malaysia, went to Thailand. That's where I met up with my sister. Mm -hmm. She'd gotten there like a couple days earlier. And it's just you following your sister around the world. Well, we had planned this, but we got different flights. I forget why. I think she was meeting some people she knew there okay. before me. But anyway, uh, yeah, I spent New Year's on like a beach in Thailand, which was the craziest celebration I've ever been to. Like, you know, them lanterns they send up in the sky? Yeah. yeah. There was just like thousands and thousands and thousands of those just going up, just like lighting up the sky, just floating away. That's, That's sweet. sweet. That is awesome. And fireworks. They were, I don't know who made these fireworks. People were setting them off just all over the beach, like anybody had them. And they were just blowing up like over your head. And like I look, I looked over my right at one point. Some were blowing up on the beach, and this beach <laughs> was packed as fuck. Like there were people like shoulder to shoulder, getting like peppered. in many, Yeah, I don't know how nobody like died there, but <laughs> it was a pretty pretty good celebration. I want to do that again. Thailand's cheap, so I plan on it at some point. Yeah, you sent a picture of like some place you were staying in Thailand it was like fucking cheap as shit at night and you were right on the beach in like a hammock just vibing yeah Yeah, I remember that picture very distinctly so I traveled for I think two weeks with my sister just going around different parts and then she left and I was on my own in Thailand for like another two weeks and that's where I was just like getting these crazy places that were cheap as hell like I don't know Less than thirty a night, maybe for like prime locations. Oh my God. What do you What do you do to occupy yourself? Like you're all alone in some foreign country. What do you What do you do for two weeks? Uh, a lot of times, like I went to hostels, which is where just people like me traveling mm-hmm. all go. So you just hang out with people, or I don't know, find something to do with them. Uh, either that, or I don't know. Uh. Some of the days were kind of lonely where you just have nothing to do and you mm-hmm. just sit around. But for the most part, I don't like Thailand was fun. Cambodia was fun. Did um, you enjoy your holiday in Cambodia? Did I? <laughs> Dude, fuck you. 
So you went from Thailand to Cambodia? Good. Thailand, Cambodia, then back to Thailand. All right, all right. And and, uh, so two weeks with your sister in Thailand, and then another two weeks in Thailand. Uh, it was two weeks in Cambodia after that with her still. Ah, and then it was two weeks more in Thailand, but that was like on my own. And after Thailand, is that when you went to Japan? No, I was in the Philippines ah, for I, a yeah. month on my own there. See, I forgot about the Philippines. How, was, uh, how were the Philippines like? Philippines, probably the nicest people like in the world live there. Um, except, like, it is probably the poorest country I'd seen, either that or Cambodia. I'm not really sure. Uh, beautiful though. One thing about like all these Southeast Asian countries, though, like you'll see the most litter and trash like you've ever seen in your life. It is just no matter where you go, the landscape. You'll look off to the left, even if you're like in a rainforest. There's just going to be trash. Oh, really? Yeah, it sucks. They really don't take care of it like they should. Um, there's some really cool places out there, though. Was uh, was Angkor Wat? Was that in Cambodia? Yeah, yeah, Angkor Wat's Cambodia. Yeah, that that is on my bucket list. That is a place I. Really What's that? What? What is Angkor Wat? Angkor Wat. Uh, Nate, you you've been there. You you explain it. Um, shit. I wish I knew a lot more about it. Is it a wonder of the world or no? I don't know if it's a wonder. It is. Um, oh. No, is it the place with? It might uh, not be. I can't remember seven. It has these crazy like um, statues and towers. It just looks and, like temples and yeah, stuff. They're intricately designed. Yeah, they're all stone, and they just like pop up out of nowhere. Like you'll just be driving like the rainforest for a while, and all of a sudden you'll like come up to these places, and it's just ridiculous. Like these things, I think it, they're. From like 1200 BC or AD, Whoa. I can't remember. It's they're old as hell. This is in Cambodia. Yeah, and there's aren't there like trees growing over top of some of them? And yeah, just absolutely. Okay, well, a lot of them are really well maintained place. too, though. You went there. Yeah, Holy he, he showed us. Uh, he has his like pass for Angkor Wat in his wallet. Oh, is that what the pass? I didn't yeah, get yeah, the pass. I didn't get to read it. Pass. Holy shit, that is wild. Cambodia has a pretty dark history too, where there's like the red something. Uh, I can't remember. There's some horrible organization that like just killed tons of pe- their own people. Jeez. And like there's like yeah, there's like a huge just genocide that happened there. And there's uh, one place I went to that was like the grounds where a lot of that shit took place. Oh shit! And there's still like when it rains, there's like bones that come up through the soil from people that were all thrown into these pits. Really, it's yeah. fucking crazy, That's man. Insane. Holy crap! Uh, so that was pretty interesting. Horribly sad. They had like prisons for torturing people that I went and saw too. It was kind of ridiculous. Didn't know any of that stuff when I went there. Hmm. But I I had no fucking idea. I just learned. I don't I don't know like next to I know next to nothing about like middle like. Southeast, Southeast Asian, like small Southeast Asian countries yeah. like that. Dude, in Thailand, have you guys seen a picture of their, what do they call him? I don't think it's their president, their king. I think it's a king. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Uh, you got to pull it up real quick. The king of Thailand. King of Thailand. I need, yeah. You'll see some crazy picture of this dude. He does not care, like, at all about it. <laughs> 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 He's got a name, sure. <laughs> Why is it always looking like he's taking a shit? 
There's there's some picture of him. I think he's getting into a car or something, and like what he's wearing, it's like a wife beater with. Like, this dude's a king. He's back. He is inked the fuck up. Yeah. What the fuck? You're not allowed to take pictures of the royal family, like at all. And <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what I was thinking of. This dude. guy is a fucking G. He's the king of a country. <laughs> I was in I was in one of the cities, and all of a sudden, all these cops pull through. Everybody is clearing the streets, getting on the sidewalks, like they're rushing everybody to the sides. All these officials come through. They're posted up on all the corners. There's like official cars standing everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm standing behind like the sidewalk railing, and, <laughs> and I, I find out like that someone from the royal family of related to him was like coming through like down the street I was walking on at the time don't want to attempt his name and <laughs> I wouldn't either you and might. I have my phone out and I'm like recording this cause like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. and apparently yeah. since you're not like supposed to record them and like these cops saw me recording they came up to me after these guys passed took my phone like made me delete my shit. I had to get my passport out. They took pictures. I had to get my ID out. They no took way. pictures of me. Like it was, I was like, oh my god, am I going to jail? What did I just Dude, do? That would be the scariest police encounter ever. It was. That's the only reason I'm afraid to go like Southeast Asian <laughs> countries. I don't know what the fuck the rules are there. I'm yeah. not going to jail for yeah, something their, stupid. Their policing is their prisons are. Maha Vajralongkorn. <laughs> That's the best I'll be. It's 2016. Sorry. He's still fresh. He's a king. Hasn't given a fuck. I have been on a rabbit hole of Googling things, by the way. So, in order from uh, highest worth of currency down to lowest is Thailand, Philip, the Philippines, and Cambodia. Thailand, it's three cents for one Thai bot. In the Philippines, it's two cents for one Philippine peso. And in Cambodia, it's point zero 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 two five dollars for one Cambodian reel. How much is a uh, hundred Cambodian reels then? Because I got one of them in my wallet. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> Cambodian reels? You got two and a half cents. Of <laughs> I had a few that I just like gave out to random people because I knew it was worth like nothing. Mm-hmm. So like. I think some some drunk dude came into a bar once, and he was, like, looking at money that someone else had put up on the bar just as, like, keepsakes up, and he's, like, looking at all this shit, and he's, like, admiring, and I'm, like, here, dude, have this, and I gave him, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it's worth two cents, and I'm, like, he's he probably, like, blown away, it just says 100, he's probably freaking out. Holy shit, <laughs> why would you give me so much? It's, like, dude. This yeah, one's yeah. on me, bud. Yeah, my shit. Take that. You know what? You go try and cash that in. <laughs> and then I'm pretty you sure... You can't that even get shit because Australia doesn't go by, like, one cent. They don't have that. They go straight to, like, five. They do rounding there. It's kind of weird. That's kind of awesome, though. I, I like it. That's sweet. That's poggers. And then on top of all that, I tried to look up the uh, Cambodian red whatever. So I just Googled Cambodia red, and red cat came up. I was like, I don't know if that's it, but I'm going to try it. Uh, sex holiday in Cambodia is what I got Cambodia to come up, which apparently is very common because Cambodia is so fucking dirt cheap and dirty. You can just go there, pay to have sex. Cambodia red. Oh, uh, they're called the the Khmer Rouge. That's Khmer what they're Rouge. called. Yeah, something like that. I had to find it out. Okay. I, I yeah, in this article, not only do they say 
Cambodia is just shittier Thailand, basically. They're like, you need to plan how much money you're going to spend, including how much it costs to get a hand job in a massage salon. <laughs> what the hell's that. article did you find? Yeah, I have no... It's it's the official website for the Cambodian Red Cat. <laughs> I was approached by Cambodian a couple prostitutes who wanted uh, me to pay them for stuff. Only when I walked on my own in the streets, though. When I was with my sister, they didn't. They probably thought you were just some dumb foreigner, easy target. Yeah. Me and Corporal were approached pretty often in Japan. <laughs> yeah. we'll get, um, actually, well, are we are we better to set sail for your next destination? We were, we are leaving uh, Cambodia. Thailand. Well, we no, went Thailand. We went exactly. Thailand, Cambodia, back to Thailand. Yeah, so, where's Thailand? So Phil- oh, Philippines is next. Yeah. Philippines. yeah. So okay. the ship to the Philippines we go. You can rent a motorbike for five dollars a day in Cambodia. I did. It was yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. I just exchanged my passport. And I had to pay for gas. That was like it. And they oh, I have to pay care. all six cents for gas. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's cheap as hell. <laughs> so Cambodia is sick just because of that. How cheap it is. It's so easy to stay there with little money. Um, but yeah, to so the we're Philippines. In, we're in the Philippines, Philippines. Now. Yeah, I landed in their capital city, Manila. I hope I didn't get that wrong. I think it, I think that's correct. Okay, I think it's correct. Still shit. I think it was like a month or some time after I left the country. They had a horrible earthquake in Manila that like ruined their airport. Like you couldn't leave for a while. Oh really? Oh, yeah. You got there just in time. Though. Yeah, it was. It not is good. indeed Manila. You're on a googling <laughs> spree right now. <laughs> this, is, this is my job. I'm That's surprised. Weird. I'm surprised no one goes Luke when they tell when like you <laughs> say something. You're, you're it's trained. most you're of the time. Most of the time it's just Luke. So I just I've gotten to the point that I just Google things. Okay, now. Corporal, tell us about uh, the Philippines. Philippines, uh, it's like a, a Spanish-English mix, like huge influences in Spanish culture there. They have uh, pretty cool ruins there from World War II stuff and even before that that I went to see. I went to like not really touristy areas, a lot of touristy areas are just beaches that you fly to. I went to weird towns like I just pick spots on the map, hop on like buses and head out there and I never really knew like what exactly my plan was I'd just be traveling around get a place for a couple Wild, days and yeah. for all you know you could be going into like the hellhole yeah I, I could have been I went to like one touristy beach place where I took like a ferry across to an island like there's like 7,000 islands part of the Philippines or something crazy um I don't know. Philippines got pretty lonely traveling on your own. It's uh-huh. always better having someone else. So uh, your sister didn't come to the Philippines with you? No. Nah, at this point, she was back in Australia for, I don't know, a month. But, so I was on my own at this point. And Philippines is all kind of blurred together. I didn't do anything, like, too crazy. It was just traveling around, seeing different small towns, cities, whatever, where I ended up meeting people. How long cool. were you in the Philippines? It was a full month I stayed there. Gee, that's pretty long. long. And yeah. you got there in, what, probably February? Uh, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, if we went to Japan I think you flew out from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Yeah. You went to we we left March. March 18th. Yeah, so February, definitely got there. Uh, one of the scariest things that happened to me there... I went to a gaming lounge. It was the first one I'd ever been to. Just, like, I wanted to do something one day. So 
I'm there probably till it was dark as fuck out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I didn't have a car. <laughs> I'd walked there when it was daylight, and I decided I'll walk back. Why not? And I didn't go the same route I came. I went on this back road where at first it was fine. I was walking up like there's sidewalks, city lights, the cars going everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then the place that got me to my hostel, it was like almost like a single lane road that you'd find in the country, except it's rainforest, like, both sides of me. Oh, that's fucking scary. So, it is, like, complete black darkness. And I think I had to walk, it's either three kilometers or miles. I can't remember. I don't remember what system I was using at that point. That's a long hike. It was a long walk. But along the way, I'd just be hearing, like, rustling in the bushes to my right left, like, all the time. And then all of a sudden, dogs would just come out, like, start charging me start barking at me really like they just come flying and i just like have to turn make myself big scream at them like my heart was like it was there are so many wild dogs like just everywhere oh my god you're just being like a local walking down the street and you see some just screaming at dogs and they're like what the yeah, and then the guy that's like from there just goes like, <laughs> and the dog just goes running down, <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. No, it was now scary as hell. I just have like dogs walking along me for brief moments, and then they turn back, disappear into the rainforest, and there'd be like, oh, almost got leg cramp. That was bad. <laughs> Things. There'd be like houses I'd come up that like they'd have lights on to the side, and I'd be like, "All right, I don't have to be like as scared at this point." But then a dog would come running out from the house. <laughs> 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 All right, the fear's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the fear's back. The fear's back. Anytime Corporal hears a dog, a dog bark, it's just back yeah. to PTSD. Yeah. Just was- screaming. <laughs> If you ever, like, are in, like, one of these countries, do not try to pet the wild dogs. Like, the ones on the street, <laughs> not put your hand down to them. Do not, like, look at them wrong. Did you do that? I did it once. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, how did that end for you? Uh, it was the scariest face on the dog I'd ever seen. You know, this thing's teeth came out, and it just, like, started snapping at me, like, instantly. It was barking its ass off. And I'm, like, in the middle of the city, and people are, like, looking over. Like, they're probably like, what a fucking idiot. You just <laughs> pet this thing. <laughs> like, this fucking moron trying to pet the wild dog. Corporal yeah. loses a finger. <laughs> they're like, God fucking God. Wow, so, yeah, that's actually... That's wow, bonkers. That's, yeah, that's, that's the bonkers. most poggers part of... Yeah, <laughs> being circled by like three wild dogs at once is not a good situation to be in. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I would have picked up like a big stick. I didn't find anything. I was just using my phone's flat. No, I think I had an actual flashlight with me uh, that I had, and I was just trying to shine in their eyes and like keep them away. Like I didn't know what else to do besides yell at them. I had to swing my <laughs> swing my feet a couple times and shine them with a blinding Did light. Did you ever make contact? No, didn't have to. Hey, hey, go the fuck away. <laughs> get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> and then ain't fucking get a woman. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> following Corporal's adventure in Dogland, uh, you ended up in Japan, if I'm correct. Yeah, Japan. That was such a great change. Not only for scenery, yeah. just how, how clean everything was, how just... 
more normal city it felt to me. Yeah, that would have been pretty fucking crazy. But going from like yeah, going from yeah, the like, Amazon yeah. rainforest <laughs> of wild dogs to you know downtown Akron. <laughs> yeah, to like a clean, modernized city. Yeah, and. I think, like, one of the best things also was just, like, meeting up with you, just finally traveling with just someone. Just seeing someone? Yeah, that I can just, like, finally talk to and, like, spend, like, actually experience things with. Mm-hmm. So, with. like, that was sick. Japan, was Japan not on the agenda? How did you end up going to Japan? Did Alex ask you and say, hey, do you want to fuck around and come to Japan with me? Yeah, I was drunk one night in Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) All great stories start. Yep. I I think, I mean, that's how I decided to go to Australia initially. I think I was drunk in my room when my sister asked me. I'm like, sure, why not? And, like, I don't, I think it was my goal in, like, 2018 to just, like, stop letting people down and, like, false, um, not promises, really, but, like, I'd agree to do, yeah, commitments. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's, like, the year I started, I wanted to start, like, a following through with what I agreed to. Oh, so I get, fuck you I get drunk, right? agree yeah, to go to Australia, I oh, gotta go. Truly, you <laughs> really Same thing happened with Japan. Yeah, you you one-upped it. Truly, yeah. that one year of your life is so <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that beats I'm, most people's entire because lives. Because everything about that sounds like a movie. You, like, <laughs> nothing about this could not be made into, like, like a movie telling you how to live your life. Yeah. Like, like one night in Malaysia. <laughs> that's the title of the fucking movie. One night in Malaysia. That's <laughs> one night in Malaysia. It literally takes place for ten minutes in Malaysia, and then it's everywhere else that's yeah. not fucking Malaysia. Like, I, I could have very well just spent my night in the airport there, like as most people probably would, but I just kind of wanted to go into the city. Yeah. So one night in Malaysia. That's all. all. So Fuck. you're you're drunk in Brisbane. You and Alex are. <laughs> Uh, I think this was actually like the first two weeks I was in Australia when he asked. The the sequel to One Night in Malaysia, Drunk in Brisbane. Because I... (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hanks. (laughs) Tom Hanks as corporal. That's how I agreed. I just... I had to commit because I had already agreed to. So at some point I was going to fit in going. And I was just going to work my time around that trip going to Japan. So that's how I decided to go there. That's fucking crazy. That is bananas. That is bananas. So you uh you land in Tokyo. You meet up with Tippy and uh. You guys have a nice I mean Alex has uh, Alex has told us about it a lot, yeah. but I haven't heard another perspective. This, uh, is, this is what I'm interested in hearing. Yeah. Did we land at different airports or just different times? We landed at different times. Okay. You got to. It was Narita. Yeah, we landed in Narita in Chiba. You got there hours before I did. It was before you. Yeah, because I, I remember when I landed, um, when I, once I got in Akihabara and in the hostel, I shot you a text. I didn't hear from you for like 30 minutes. I'm like, he's probably sleeping. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I got off a uh, plane in Tokyo and had to find my way down to the trains. And they have different types of trains there. Some are really nice that you have to pay a good ticket. Like, I don't know, get the pass for it. And I didn't know what my ticket really told me to get on and there's it it is hard to find people like to help you not not like help you because everybody will be trying to help you but like who can speak english Mm -hmm. and communicate with them japan is not good for that um so like even like the dude who was working like at the rails the i don't know what you call him Let's call him, uh, call him the conductor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> call him the conductor. That's yeah. Francis. Yeah. He, uh, 
he was having trouble communicating to me. So eventually, like, he stops me from getting on, like, the, the right train, I guess, because apparently he knew out the ticket wasn't to go on there. And I just get on the next one. And I fall asleep probably for, like, an hour on that train. Uh, not really on purpose. I was just wiped. Mm-hmm. And I woke up probably, like, a couple stations before my stop. Oh. And just, like, by luck, I got off, I feel like. And I didn't have like data on my phone that um for japan really i was still using my australian number so like it was a dollar per megabyte so i had to save my google Maps shit like as much as i could because i was getting charged bad uh but i eventually get out of the subway system after i realize maps don't work down there and i find walk back to the hostel is not too bad i think i'm out until like nighttime when he's already alex is already there that was my initial arrival in japan that's a hectic arrival. Yeah, a stressful arrival, I would say. Yeah. You know, and it's the most appropriate for corporal, I think. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Dude, my, I swear, like, my traveling, I feel like it's just been a lot of luck. Like, I, if I'm getting on sounds <laughs> like it, but. buses or these weird-ass uh, tuk-tuks. What are they? There's so many different, like, small vehicle things that they call in each country. Like, there's... Tuk Tuks, I think, are... Those are like the... Uh, the Thailand ones, yeah, the three old ones. Tuk Tuks are sweet. I think they might be called something else in Cambodia. Or they just look different. I don't know, each country has its own thing. Like, Philippines had its own. But yeah, I, I feel like I've gotten kind of lucky just helping by people helping me get to the right place with me not doing shit. It, it sounds like there's a lot of luck involved. I mean, sleeping on the train, not getting mauled by wild dogs, yeah. getting a job, like... <laughs> one night. <laughs> one night. <laughs> 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 oh, wait till you hear I got my job, like, oh. after the fair. I'll get to that, I guess. I, I do, I I do have one quick story with Corporal was talking about trouble finding, like, your seat, because English is very difficult for a lot of people over there. Uh, when we were in uh, Kawaguchiko for Fuji, we were leaving at the station, and one of the, uh, no, we were switching. We were switching from Kawaguchiko Station, we were at Otsuki Station, going back to Tokyo, and one of the train conductor guys had this device where oh, yeah, if you talked yeah. into it, it translated for you. Oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, he had like an auto-translator. I just It was like dark. I remember this old guy's up to me and Corporal, and we're just telling him that we can help and he's talking into his device and it's speaking to us that was like the coolest thing yeah, I've seen dude. I totally forgot about that that was, that was awesome man thanks OG-san I want to hear like it's like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> suck my ball <laughs> read the train dipshit um, have a ball in day <laughs> oh that's old you, know, you guys got like pretty drunk like all the time in Japan, didn't you? There's one. Story. I just all video. the time. Not really drunk. I, I don't mean, think we, so. We we, we drank drink every day. Like, <laughs> we didn't get super drunk. I know the one. It's in the vlog you did. You guys were walking alongside the river in what is that Kyoto? Kyoto? Oh Kyoto. my god! And you guys were just river. fucking plastered yeah, walking we, along this <laughs> river. Was fun yeah. I I need to go back and watch that. Yeah. There was I think there was a story we were talking about that happened that was really funny to us when we were drunk. Yeah, we were walking along the combo, and I'm just filming us, and we're laughing our fucking asses off for what God knows what reason. I forget what it was. It doesn't matter. You get happy juice, and you laugh at anything. Yeah, exactly. Now, you uh, you left... Uh, I remember in the video, you left a few...
few like a day before Alex. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one yeah. Day. yeah. So you leave Japan, and where do you go from there? Where are we going? From Japan, I go back to Brisbane. That is <laughs> that is the place I'm always going to. I think when I'm going to fly there, I love Brisbane. It's like my favorite city in the world. Uh, so back to Brisbane, I go, and here. I'm pretty broke at this point. Like I don't. <laughs> I, I think I've been traveling for like three months. I forget. I left. Yeah, what was it March? End of March, we left Japan, right? March 29th. Yeah. So I had just been three spending for what I saved, like for all that time, making no money, and I think I'm just staying in hostels in Brisbane with like the the rest of it, and. I'm running out of money quick, and I need a job. That's that's like the point I get to there. And welcome back. We just had to take a quick little break there. Um, we're returning to the Chronicles of Corporal. Uh, Corporal, uh, when you left off, we had just begun to discuss Brisbane. So yes. please continue. So I got to Brisbane, and I was uh, getting low on money. It wasn't... Lights just cut. Way to go, bud. Uh, cut the lights. Cut the lights. There they are. Did that cut the cameras? No. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Loggers. All right, keep going then, Corporal. Yeah. So I was running uh, low on money at this What's point. But Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, you were low on money. Yeah, I was low on money, but not, not broke yet. So I was getting to hostels. And hostels in Australia, it's cheaper than hotels by a lot, but it's going to add up. And I didn't really want to work yet so i was just kind of going through my money staying at one hostel for quite a while just getting like week at a time and i spent a lot of my time going to like a gaming lounge like just playing games with people from back home and i spent quite a bit of money there um and i think one of the nights i went out with some dudes got super drunk at some club and I got kicked out because apparently I was too drunk. <laughs> I was put into the streets of Brisbane. I didn't know where I was because we took an Uber there. Normally I walked everywhere and I had no idea where I was. I tried to explain to the dude who's kicking me out to like give me directions to somewhere. He was just a dick. Like he wasn't helping me at all. He's just like pointing me to the door, just shaking his head. And I get outside. As I'm opening like Google Maps, my phone dies. Oh, like, shit. It was rough. So I'm in the middle of like somewhere in Brisbane, just a huge city, not knowing where the hell I have to go. And we took an Uber, so it was it was a long way away from where I was. Mm -hmm. And I ended up just like walking one direction. I just picked a way to go, started walking, hoping I was right. And I came upon a group of people. I don't know. I, I don't remember much at this point. I must have been pretty drunk, but um, they, they, I told them to point me to a certain direction of a place like that most people will know the Queen Street Mall and they didn't really know what I was talking about but they got their phone out pointed me direction and like they showed me on the maps where I had to go but I could not focus at this point so they just pointed down the street where I was going luckily it was already the right direction so I just walked and walked and walked and I'm feeling kind of sick and then I realized I know where I'm at I'm going towards like the place where I've been gaming all the time. So I hop in there, it's open like 24 seven, mm -hmm. charge my phone <laughs> and make my way back. Uh, that was just a quick Brisbane story. So 
just just to point out, there's that luck playing in again. Yeah, yeah. you just randomly You're chose the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Phone dies. Doesn't know where the fuck he's at. <laughs> no one will help him. He just somehow ends up in the right area. Third movie, Luckily, of, the, third movie of the fucking three series. Days in Malaysia. Yeah. Somewhere in Brisbane. <laughs> All this time. Three days in Malaysia. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably like uh, more than a month in Brisbane at this point since I got back from Japan. And I. I've been applying to places, but probably not as much as I should. <clears throat> not getting a bunch of calls, or not getting like any responses almost at all. But I do get one, and I pick up, and it's these people who work like the traveling fairs. So they go around different showgrounds in Australia. Either like it, it extends from like the far east coast, like near where people are, all the way to the outback, and. At the time, they're going out west towards the outback, and that's where I take a bus. I think it was like four hours, and before I get there, I had to plan, because they told me to get like a pillow, blanket, sheets, and shit, because I don't know where I'm staying. They just said there's a place to sleep that's provided. I don't know what this means at the time. I just like, (laughs) I just agree. So the hostel I'm staying at, I'm like... Uh, you've probably never had this asked before, but can I buy a pillow and sheets, please? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and they get their manager. They give it to me super cheap, and I actually still use that pillow to this day because no they're way. actually nice as hell, yeah. <laughs> Dude, poggers. Uh, so I take that with me. I get on a bus. Four or six hours, I go out, and I get there. might be like 11 at night or something. And I have to walk well over a mile to get to the fairgrounds. And I realize it's getting kind of cold. And I'm like, shit, I don't really have warm clothes because I plan to go to Australia. You don't bring, like, warm shit there. Mm -hmm. But it gets cold there winters at night. And I get there. I show up to the fairground. It's dead. Like, everybody is packing the shit up. Like, almost all the rides are gone. There's still people tearing stuff down. And most people are sleeping. I don't know who I'm looking for. I don't know which van, which section, like which rides even though I'm supposed to go to. So I'm like calling this number that the person hired me. They don't pick up the first time. Like, oh my God, I'm screwed. Where am I going? And then like the security approaches me because there's just some random backpacker walking (laughs) around the fairgrounds at night. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for this guy. And I say their name and they seem to know who I'm talking about. So I'm like, finally something is going my way here. And... Eventually, I get another call from some dude. Super sketchy looking dude. I later find out he's got like warrants out for his arrest and shit. <laughs> like, he, he was cool as hell. He was one of the, the coolest dudes at the fair that I had met. But <laughs> you meet some interesting people out there, especially working fairs. I would assume. Yeah. So I get to, uh, he shows me where I'm sleeping. And picture like a U Haul trailer that. <laughs> like not not like a whole truck that you can rent because those are much bigger than what I got. <laughs> this thing is like half the size of the ones you get, and it's got two doors, one on the front of it and one towards the back. And I go inside, I, I take a look around. There's I, I don't see anything. Like there's just tons of shit stacked up in there, like packed 
for the top. I don't know what they're talking about. So I empty this thing out. The dude helps me. And there's a nasty old moldy foam mattress. <laughs> Things are a little damp in there. Uh, this place definitely has not been used. And just at like the headboard of the bed, there's like a plywood wall that's separating this thing because there are actually two people who are sleeping in the front half of this thing. <laughs> there's like no room in this thing at all because it's already cut in half by that much, uh -huh. but it's also split down half the other way because one of like the long side on the right is used for one of the game shows that they set up during the fair where like all the prizes are stored. So it's like huge display thing on my right. I can't see it because it's just a wall next to my bunk bed. Mm -hmm. And Wait, it after- was, It was a bunk? It was a bunk, but the top was all storage. Like okay, you, okay. Yeah. Um, so I've got a sheet and a pillow. And unfortunately I dropped my sheet on the floor and the floor is covered in water and sand from all the oh, shit that they packed dude. in there. Yes, it was a dire situation. Uh, so I'm I'm already pretty miserable. Like, what am I doing with my life right now? That's what I'm thinking. But I needed to do it because I was I was going broke, and it was top three coldest nights of my life because like the blanket was wet and it got I think below forty that night or maybe at forty or something. Dude, holy shit. It was cold as hell. I think I woke up at 7 and I didn't want to move. Uh, horrible morning. And we ended up like packing up the rides that morning and ended up packing all the shit back into the truck that I'd thrown out the night before, or into the trailer. And we headed off to the new town. So that's where I was sleeping. And for the, I... For the foreseeable future, I yeah, imagine. That's I... <laughs> what did I tell the dude? I think I said I wanted to work uh, it's either a month or three. I can't remember what I told him initially. I think it was three I told him on the phone, but once I got there and realized where I was sleeping, my mind had already been made. <laughs> it's not going to last long. Um, there were two other backpackers who I initially met that were also doing the same job from Canada, and they had left the next morning. They had their own van that they were sleeping out of, which was probably like heaven compared to where I was. Yeah. Um, so at this point, it's me and Australian carnies that are are working this place. You and Australian convicts that are running rides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the people in the front of this trailer, <laughs> people in the front of the trailer were probably the most inconsiderate people I may have ever met in my life. It was a couple. Um, to give an idea, you would call them bogans, which is... It's like redneck trailer trash of Australia. I think that's what you'd go with. Um, and they, they had a drug operation going on. <laughs> no. <laughs> dude was making phone calls all the time, trying to get this dude to drop him shit so he could sell people other carnies drugs, because that's, I guess, what they did. Uh, so they were inconsiderate in how they had a TV in their thing that was just playing loud all the time these two there were a couple they weren't married they were on the phone all the time or they were fighting with each other all the time 
and I'm right there separated by like a sheet of plywood that has a hole in it that I could look through. <laughs> 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 it, it was a, a miserable situation. Um, and I did have like a power hookup, but my adapter was bad and I ended up blowing the power out a couple times and I, I never told them it was me, but <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely my fault. Uh, what do you do there? Like other than work the carnival. So you have like 24 hours in a day. How long was your shift? Like what? Yeah. So it, it would differ. Um, for days where you were traveling, a lot of the times you would set up uh, like you drive to the fairground and sometimes like if the drive was long then you just call it a day mm-hmm. it would, nicest day ever the day off because then you end up going to a bar get actual food like pizza or something yeah you get to drink uh, the day is working you'd be setting up lifting heavy shit like all day long and then after setting all the rides up I set uh, they call them dodgems which is just bumper cars okay and after setting that up, you would have to work the fair because they usually open. Mm-hmm. So I think my longest day was like a 16-hour day. Uh, that was pretty brutal. I think I probably had hour break, something like that. What do you make an hour? Uh, I don't know what it was hourly, but every week it was like 650. They told me six hundred, but then threw an extra fifty bucks. Dude, that is not enough to make. I'm sorry. And that's Australian money. Is it so it's app? worth a little less than the U.S. At the time, the conversion rate was a dollar thirty-eight is worth a dollar in the U.S. I think. Quick question: yeah, So when you lot. guys, you were basically in a trailer, right? Was it a trailer or was it like a vehicle? It was a trailer. So it was being you were being pulled around. Yeah. When you drove to new places, were you just chilling in that trailer in the back? Uh, no, actually, I got to ride with either one of the Bogans. Who would listen to country music the entire way? Oh my god! Um, and really, he was a nice dude to me, like individually. It's mm-hmm. just super inconsiderate otherwise. Um, or like the family that owned all the rides, and I like rode in the semi with the trailer being the whole setup for the bumper cars. So that was nice too. I like. I get you needed money, but. That is not nearly enough to make me go through what you had to go By the way, we'll throw a picture. Nate has a couple pictures. Yeah, there were a couple. We'll throw in. Yeah, dude, it's. I've only seen one. You're making like 500 USD a week. Sleeping on. I had to do it. Sleeping on. I. Dude, I I guess. I guess. (laughs) I I didn't put the mattress and there wasn't mold on the other side. So, you know, there was a plus. Well, There's the bonus of no mold. At least you were yeah. smart enough to at least flip it over and see what was going on. Yeah. And underneath the, the mattress was just, like, a sheet of wood. So and it was a foam mattress. It wasn't, like, an actual mattress mattress. Not, not like a springy? No. Jeez. Flipped it over to How'd the you do laundry? family. How what? How'd laundry. you do laundry? Where'd you shower? Uh, so showers that have places set up for us either like some place on the fairgrounds itself had like facilities for people or they'd have temporary ones that they'd set up and some of them were actually really nice and had hot water so that was cool so some did not have hot water yeah one place I went to I think there were five showers and 
three of the shower heads were completely missing. Two of them didn't work. There was like one that came out as a trickle and it was cold. That that place sucked. Um, yeah, th- this wasn't a good time in my <laughs> life. You know, in my <laughs> travels, this this was not good. It felt like a was, whole month. Was this the low? Like the lowest low? Probably, yeah. Yeah, it was the lowest yeah. ever. Whenever Nate would talk in chat, he'd just be like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Every message from Nate <laughs> in like, our group chat was just, and I, I didn't, fucking hate this. I didn't have internet most of the time. Like Even my cell service out there, like I just didn't have it most places. So that sucked. So it would be like days off where I go to the bar. I actually like got their Wi-Fi. I finally get to communicate with people and uh, complain about my life. Be like, hey, I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) Bogans didn't kill me. Yeah, and I don't imagine... Yeah, speaking of that, I don't imagine this was, like, a safe situation at all. Uh, I felt safe, but... The man had warrants out (laughs) (laughs) for roommates had a drug operation. (laughs) Do you think back and think, man, I was actually, like... I could have just been killed yeah. and nobody yeah, would have done anything. That's a good question, Luke. What's Hindsight's the, what's no, the hindsight see, I, looking like? Hindsight, I still would have done it because I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt in danger by these people at all because I, I became one of them. They said, you're a real Aussie now. Like, this is... They accepted me. That's like how you wean someone into a drug operation. Like, you're a real Aussie now. Hey, go drop this off to the dude two cars down. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I went, I went drinking with them. Like, whenever we went to the bars, I'd always go with them. Uh, so I got to know them decently as much as they were pain in my ass. It's like all I had, really. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I get to this one town called Miles, and I get there, and all the stuff that we packed. So, uh, this this trailer that I was living out of was like, it was a game stand for like rubber ducks that you set up like a big square thing, fill it with water. Ducks float around. They have numbers assigned underneath oh, them. Man. You get to pick three ducks if you pay like a certain amount of money. Yeah, so all these ducks get put into these 55-gallon trash cans, and there's, I think, three of them, two or three of them. I don't know, but this shit's, like, dripping wet every time you use it, and that's where it goes in my room. So that's why it was wet the first night I get there. Well, after traveling to Miles, it must have been a bumpy ride because everything had dumped, like, off the shelves. It just, everything in there was just soaking wet. I had a laptop and it was just covered in water. And that was like the breaking point for me. Like, if this thing is ruined, like, I'm I'm gonna be so mad. Like, this whole week was not worth it because I'm gonna have to buy a new laptop. <laughs> 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 and at this point, I think it was day, it was the, the sixth day we got there when it was a mess, or seventh, I think it was a week. I was a week in, and this like actually felt like a month of life to me. And that this like right when we got there is when I decided, all right, I'm done here. And Wait, so I was, you were only carrying for a week. It was nine days total. So I worked a, a whole day after I get there. I get paid my six fifteen cash, and my plan was on the eighth day. I'm like looking at buses out of town, like I'm. <laughs> and on the eighth day, Corporal said, "Get me the fuck out of here." Yeah. And. I worked that whole day, just miserable as hell. You, you can always see when you go to like these fairs, like the people who are working them just look dead inside. Mm-hmm. No matter how much they're smiling, it's a dead smile. And that was me. 
And <laughs> uh, that's like one of the saddest stories I've ever heard. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I'm listening to the lowest low of a man's life. Like honestly, <laughs> that's what it hurts me. I feel bad. I have so much like sympathy for you because <laughs> it sounds truly like the worst thing that you can ever <laughs> do. Like, I'm trying to imagine it. I'm like, man, I'd fucking kill myself. Literally, as soon, as soon as you were describing your living conditions, I was immediately like, I would have broken down in tears. <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> there would have been no, oh, it's just for a co- I need to do it. It would be like, I'll be homeless. Fuck this. Oh, boy, like, the domestic abuse drug couple that lives in the same trailer <laughs> as me is having another spat while the man down the road is fucking screaming for no reason. And you, like, you are easily the most resilient person mentally I think I've ever had a conversation with. I don't know how you're here. <laughs> like, how honestly, it was probably so goddamn tired he couldn't do anything about it. You were describing it to us and saying that it sounded like a month. It felt like a month. You said that, and it was nine days. Yes. The way it sounded to me sounded like you were a carny for months. Yeah, like it sounded five, way like longer. Six, yeah. nine days of the most miserable shit I've ever heard in my life. It was bad. It was it was pretty awful. Um, but fuck, dude. Yeah, that ninth day, I wake up, and I don't I don't have a bus booked or anything, because mm-hmm. I I just couldn't commit. Like I didn't know what I was doing yet. I was gonna I changed my plan. I was gonna go to the hotel, which they call like all the bars out there hotels basically, mm-hmm. and um, I had started working. I think I worked until lunchtime, and then I'm like, fuck it, I can't do this. So I, like, clean myself up, go to the bathroom, I shave, make my hair look nice, get, like, good clothes on, and pack my shit. And I walk over to the booth where the lady collects the tokens to run the the bumper cars. And I'm like, look, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm done right now. It doesn't really have to do much so with the work. It's more about the living conditions. Uh, thank you for everything. Goodbye. <laughs> and she's like, you're not going to finish working today? I'm like, no. I simply <laughs> cannot do this. <laughs> so that's the first time, and I think the only time I really ever walk out of a job. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't too happy about that, but I, I could. That was a, It was horrible. How so. liberated did you feel? I didn't imagine there's probably stress though. Yeah, of like, course. But like, cause walking off, all is said and done, and you're out of the carnival, knowing you don't have to go back to run the rubber duck festival. You're walking out into the outback. All you hear behind you is carnival music. How did it feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's getting fainter and fainter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're following you as you walk. It's getting smaller. So although it's just walking into the unknown, like yeah. I, I wasn't really happy. I le- like. It was relieving. I didn't have to do that, but I didn't know what I was going to do. Because that was like the first time I didn't, like, that's not true. I was about to say first time I didn't have a plan, but that was most of my travels. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I told her, yeah, you don't have to pay me for these, like, one and a half days that I worked for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. So I left. I walk across some train tracks that cut through to the town, go to the main road, walk into the bar. <clears throat> and I'm ask the bartender uh, it's an older lady not older she's like 50s and I'm like how much is a room a night 
and she tells me and then she like asked me what's going on where'd i come from and i tell her like where i just came from like i was living out of a duck stand at the fair and she's like <laughs> 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 she, she was kind of like in shock she was like wow like <laughs> What, what experience do you have? <clears throat> and I told her, like, I worked in the Outback as a bartender already. And she just hired me on the spot. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 yeah, let's get a round of applause That lady is a, an angel. Yeah, yeah, shouts to her. That's amazing. Shout out to Jackie, man. She Jackie. saved my life that day. Yeah, you were homeless and jobless. Like, I had nothing broke. for me at that point. I had six, fit, like, when I got to Miles... I, I think I had like $7.30 in my bank account for Australia. I had some extra like emergency money back at home that I have to transfer, but I did try my best uh-huh. not to spend that. But like getting into town with that much and then like I finally got paid six fifty. It was like, all right, I don't need to do this. Fuck like, so that's why that's, I left. That so is wild. <laughs> I walk over, I find myself a job and she's like, how would you go up in the room, rest for a few hours, come down whenever you want. Um, I think I know somebody I could set you up with with living because I couldn't really live out of her hotel that it wasn't like the situation that you normally do mm-hmm. so she tells me about one of her friends in town who has like hosted his house for a lot of the bartenders who have all been women at this point so I was the first dude who got this and it's like this, uh, <laughs> this 55 year old or 50 something your old dude. And I meet him. I go to over his house. He shows me a room. So I'm just like sharing a house with some, some random Australian <laughs> dude now. And <laughs> I finally have a bed. I have my own room. It's got like a TV. I've got Wi Fi. No, 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 no Wi Fi. Sorry. No mold. No Wi Fi. No mold. It's no. not wet. No. no, no you, have, you have a bathroom. I have a bathroom. You have an air conditioner. Yes. Oh, wow. Like an overwhelming change for me, like of just relief. Like my life, uh, just like went from the lowest point to like <laughs> I am like a king now. Like I, this is the first time I think in all my travels where like I had a legit like house place to stay that like felt comfortable. Because in hostels, you're sharing rooms with like like three or four. No, nah, it's, it's more people. More people. Yeah, the, think, the ones I went to had always had like a lot. It's like oh, at least, probably at least eight. Um, bunk beds. Um, so having a room by myself, like that whole different change. That was actually a nice room. No window in this one either, but that's all right. It doesn't matter. Somehow like <laughs> views and you don't get along. No, I guess not. You just Cor- don't get a window. He's the yeah. luckiest man in the world when it comes to getting jobs <laughs> and just being lucky, but he will never have a window. No. <laughs> you push the button you're the luckiest man alive you never get a window <laughs> <laughs> you get your best window but you work as a carny <laughs> nine days feel like a month <laughs> you can stretch quote, time quote. but it's gonna be hell <laughs> quote unquote I was living out of the duck stand <laughs> if someone walked up to me and said that I'd have to laugh I'd be like what the fuck I would be like you Honey, come in for a hug. You need yeah, some do you want to live in my day. house? <laughs> I'd laugh and then give him a job just like she did here. Yeah. I'd give him a job after that. So I'm living at this house. I don't think that uh, this dude might not 
he, he left town most of the time, like, doing travel work. So I had, like, the whole house to myself most of the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, that first night I get there, I remember it was, like, the last night of the fair. That's when I was supposed to pack up and leave. And there was, like, all, everybody in town goes. This was a town of 1,700 people, I think. So even smaller. Jeez. Um, so everybody goes to this place. And that night they were shooting fireworks. And I just... I was staying away from that as far yeah. as I could. And I just remember, like, hearing fireworks. And I just, like, walked outside, like, walked out the driveway, see the fireworks, realized my, my situation. And I just started, like, bawling, like, just out in the open. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was just... That that was super emotional for me. I don't know why, but... Like, just being away from that and having a comfortable place to stay, or... Yeah, just, like, everything in total at that point. It was just... I realized like that was a horrible situation that I was in and I like finally have a life for myself that I'm comfortable with. So I'm at this place for three months now. All right, I live there for like three months. Mm-hmm. So Miles was an interesting place. I got to know people pretty well there, especially since it was even a smaller town. <clears throat> uh, any questions about Miles? Is that where you, like, met the locals and stuff? Like, you knew their drinks, their orders? Yeah. I mean, it was the same with the other bar, too. There'd be people who'd come in, and I'd already have, like, the drink pouring for them because I knew what they are going to get. <laughs> like, I see them pulling up or I see their car or whatever. That'd be the most cash money thing ever. You just yeah, walk right. in, your drink's already ready. You're like... He's like, hey, foreign American guy, what's going on? Never fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question on a more serious note, like... You did say that that was, like, a very emotional moment for you. So do you find that it's kind of, like, an emotional thing to talk about the subject of, like, going through all this? Uh, like, did, like, does it, like, kind of, like, tug at you a little bit? No, not really. For me, it's just, like, a, I, I laugh at a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I, I can look back at that and just, like, be laughing, like, what what was going on in my yeah. life at this point? Like, <laughs> this, it was, I'm happy to tell this story. I uh, don't really feel emotional telling it like that, sure. like how I felt. I also have a very serious question. Did you ever think of just coming back to America at any point? That's a good point. Um, like, instead of becoming a carny, did you ever think I could just go back to America? Nah. That that's never really crossed my mind. Uh, because, like, the visa you get lasts for a year, and I wanted to make it for most of that. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was just, like, my goal. I told people initially I was going to, excuse me, go to Australia for six months because I didn't actually have a plan. I remember he told us and we did not believe him. Like, yeah, we made jokes <laughs> yeah. like, it was, it was the meme. Yeah, it was like, it oh, was. he's going to Australia and then one day he fucking goes. We're like, yeah, oh, we're, shit. Like, I see, like, he's in like, Hawaii I didn't, one day. I'm like, we're the, <laughs> what? I didn't show you guys proof or anything. I'm just like, yeah, so I'm going to Australia to live there for like, eight, like six months or something. And everybody was just like, <laughs> clowning on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we would, me, fuck? Alex, and Joe would like, be drinking or something. We're like, Corporal's not going to fucking Australia. We're like, we're just waiting for the meme to end. It's a dead bit. I remember talking to to Josh and Kyle about this, and they're like, we're going to feel like such assholes, like, if he actually goes to Australia, because we've been making fun of him for, like, a month. And, yeah, I finally go, and they're like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to hit Corporal up, see if he wants to hang out. Because you guys would all joke about, like, how I wouldn't go, but I'd never defend myself. Like, I'd just, like, leave in the air, like, yeah, yeah, you'll see. You were like, like, dude, I'm serious, I'm really going. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, that's good. You thought it was a bit, and I was okay with leaving it at that. (laughs) The more I hear, the more I hear about the little details, the more I'm like, 
let's contact a studio. Like you guys not believing him crying in the driveway <laughs> while watching fireworks of a place he once yeah, was at. Getting like roughhoused by dogs in the Philippines. <laughs> Fucking pretty much arrested on the street yeah. for filming a every, royal. Yeah, every part about this is like a movie. Yeah. Your life, that year of your life was like a major Dude, motion picture. It was One Night Malaysia. <laughs> we have to work on the title. <laughs> one Night Malaysia, but that's like the, that is probably the least significant part of my <laughs> entire <laughs> travel. Like, like all the one that's night that's 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 Yeah, that's, that's the perfect title for it. It has nothing to do with one 365th of the fucking story. You could call it Flip the Mattress. No, that's retarded. Oh, One Night Malaysia is a lot better. Yeah, dude, it's a. I think it's better than Flip the Mattress. Think about it. He flipped the mattress from where the mold was to the. That sounds like a sex joke. It's powerful. It's it's powerful because it shows little significance and it's artistic. You got a fucking Van Gogh over here. Mm. It's beautiful because it plays such a minor role in. I don't want it to be One Night Malaysia. Fuck you. Fuck all of us. No, it doesn't matter what we want it to be called. Corporal, if you had to make this a movie, what would you title it? Clearly mm. One Night Malaysia. <laughs> I can read everyone's mind. See, One Night in Malaysia, it sounds like... Uh, just like a title of a cliche movie to me. It sounds like an Adam Sandler Sounds movie. like The Hangover. Yeah, it does. It does sound like The Hangover. It sounds like an Adam Sandler It sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. But I don't know what else I'd call it. Drunken I mean Bisbin. <laughs> Becoming Bogan. <laughs> I like that one. So, uh, where are we at right now? We're, we are, so, uh, we're, we're in miles. miles. We're still in miles. Okay. Yeah. The fireworks have just gone off. He's lived no, there for he's three, been months. He's three, three months. months. He's been in miles. Yeah, so, months. in miles, my job, it's not just a bartender at this place. Um, there's like a, a bottle shop which is the alcohol store mm-hmm. that's connected to the side um, and I was also like the food delivery of the thing and in these small outback towns um, you can just like call like from anywhere and just be requested to get taken to the bar or to go home mm-hmm. and we'll do it for free just because everything's so close. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Cool. It's like stops, like keeps a, drunk and driving down. I think they have a service like that in Japan. Oh, they do. That's right. So that was my job. I had to relearn how to drive stick in this big ass van. That was, was it a Ute? No, it wasn't a Ute. Unfortunately, I did get to drive a Ute at one point, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Augers. Yeah. Oh, actually, question about um, like license. Did you need to get an international driving license, or were they just like have at it, chief? Uh. I think certain countries might require it, but the U.S. doesn't. Um, maybe it does, and I just didn't care. <laughs> I, <laughs> I never looked into it, yeah. They were like the one cop you've served alcohol for four <laughs> days straight. I yeah. think he's fine with you driving around. Uh, driving, that Miles was the first time I had to drive since I had, like, sold my car back in, uh, I don't know when it was. Probably like July or early August, I think I did. It was, it was like July 2018. And at this point, I get to Miles and it's either mid-May of 2019 or, yeah, I think it's mid-May. And I get to driving pretty quick and it's kind of strange transitioning from one side of the road to the other. Um, 
I, the thing, like, it's easy to, to pick it up, like, super quick, but things that always, like, get me were the turn signal and wipers, because those are also switched. Oh, so, it's on the right here. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, shit. Those are the ones that just, like, always take the longest for me. There was a couple times where I did drive on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> like, <laughs> one time I was I was taking a nap, and I was, I was given a call. I had to pick up something from somewhere um, in a hurry, and... I was just like, just not awake enough. And I remember like, I pull out onto this main road where the cars go quick out there. And it took me like, probably a good 15 seconds to realize I'm driving on the wrong (laughs) side of the road. Luckily there's no cars that I came across, but that, that freaked me out quite a bit. I felt like an idiot. Another time was just, I was leaving a McDonald's and I pulled out onto the road where I had to turn like right onto the highway. And normally, like, you take a right turn, and you just, <clears throat> uh, you go when it's red, like, when there's no cars coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the right lane, and across from me, there's a car that's, like, face on with me. And he's, he's probably <laughs> just looking at me, like, I'm in the wrong lane. He doesn't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> uh, that, that was a pretty embarrassing moment, too. What's this Bogan doing? <laughs> yeah. Becoming Bogan. It's growing on me. Becoming Bogan. I like becoming Bogan. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. So how long were you in Miles? Miles, I was yeah. there for three months. And at this point, I had met a girl, and I had I moved in with her, like, for the last month or so that in I had Miles? lived there. Yeah, in Miles. Okay. Um, so my plan, like, it was getting early August and my plan was to like go home and surprise my parents on my birthday mm-hmm. and that's what I did I they knew I was coming home because like they asked me if I'm going to be home in time for some wedding that was like the 24th and I'm like yeah I'll make it I'll be there for the wedding and they're like oh great when are you coming home and I'm like I'll be there for the wedding I never told them a date uh and we are back had to do a little quick camera thing manage some storage and uh we just left off at he moved in with a girl that he met um, miles. in Miles. Yeah. Talked about going back for a wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't give any estimate on or any specific date. I just told, I think I kept it to three, maybe four people I told I was coming back home to. It was like my sister, my cousin, and maybe Kyle because I planned on showing up yeah there's something <laughs> I, I was surprised Alice. <laughs> hey Cone Cone was dog sitting for someone and he was having a couple people over and I had like hidden in some like laundry closet I like, re- I until- fucking remember <laughs> this we, we were uh, we were watching Snoop yeah we were Kyle was watching Snoop me you um, Josh. Matt, Josh I don't know if Matt was there yet we were playing but, Mario Kart right oh, wait, Mario no, Party no, no. he was reading you guys uh, a story that I'm not gonna talk about um, oh yeah, yeah. Is Mitch Ipmunk the main character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was reading that to you guys, and I think that's when I came out, and I planned on continuing like into the story, like I'd pick up where he was going, and I had it on my that's, phone ready. That's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that's just lovely. So it was a fun way to surprise people to show up back at home, and I also surprised my parents. Like my sister took me from the airport. I got home, and I was in my room. I crashed many hours sleep and I wake up and they're like at the dinner table eating and I go upstairs and I'm like 
Yo, sorry, I'm late for dinner. Like that was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was my birthday at this point too. Like, you're having dinner. You hear someone walking on the street, like, oh, that's weird. Nobody's home other than us. And it's like, yeah, sorry, I'm late for dinner. It's our son we haven't seen for over a year. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> so that was, that was a pretty fun way to come home. Um, and so I didn't get the full year because I think I would have had to stay till like the 31st, but I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. it was a good way to go back. Very close. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a good year in Australia. Highly recommend doing it whenever it's available to go back. There it is, the name of the movie. A good year in Australia. A good year in Australia. <laughs> a good year in the outback. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, would, were, are you... Are you planning on going back? I I had planned to go back. Um, it's probably around this time last year. I I applied for a visa again. Like, You're, wait, are you planning second. to do like another year? I planned to do initially wow. uh, because it's like four hundred bucks or three seventy to get like the visa. So I've already paid that, and then COVID happened, and everything was put on hold. So I haven't heard anything about that, and all the boards are shut for who knows how long. So when you go back, you're going to do another year. Do you have a game plan, or are you just going to fly by the seat of your pants? Honestly, again? I have no idea. Still with my life, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, might be buying a house this year, or I might hold off, and if everybody gets vaccinated, I might go back to Australia for another year. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, if you go back, I'm gonna. We're gonna come pay you a visit. I mean, I, I've definitely. I know you've brought it up like five in Australia, and goddamn, do I want to? Man. I know, especially this so story. Yeah, this is. Like, I'd, I'd love to go. This is quite the tale. It, it's uh, it was a good year of my life. It was probably the best choice I ever made to just leave somewhere mm-hmm. in my life, decide to make a change. I mean, given everything that happened in that year, like you, you lived through like three lifetimes of people. Like, there's some people that never leave their state. Yeah, you, or they're a small town, as I met many people in the outback. And right, just don't know how they can live like that. It, I, I don't know. I, I had it wasn't for me. I got to go somewhere. Like you lived multiple lifetimes in that single year that's insane it, it feels like it now like talking about all this <laughs> stuff like, like dude it's when you put it into perspective that's that is wild yeah. stuff that is crazy all crammed into a year yeah i want to do it again but i can't it'll happen it'll, yeah. it'll happen things are back. looking pretty good i hope Not yeah wood. yeah the australians are waiting for you yeah australians say touch wood by the way <laughs> Touch wood. Yeah, they don't say knock on wood. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's a little strange. I don't want to go to Australia now. <laughs> I don't want them touching wood around Bogans, me. Bogans, man. What's with them? My, uh, my final question, for me at least, would be if you, when you go back, is there like one person you want to go see and be like, hey, it's me, remember me, that fucking backpacking kid? Um, I would definitely go back to Clon Curry to pay them a visit. Because there's a, a big ass American flag hanging there for me. No, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in the bar, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? Just for you? Uh, backpackers like they typically left like small flags that went like around the windows. But like, my sister revisited that town after I had left, 
and like I made her get like a full size like, <laughs> thing up there for me. So, so there's be, a full size American flag hanging in that bar for you. Oh yeah, hanging in an Australian bar. I That's, think I don't know if they had an American at that point. I may have been one of the first. I can't remember, but at the time I was out in that town, there were like six Americans, and at that point in Australia. Uh, I had not like met almost any Americans, mm-hmm. so it was kind of weird. You go out in the middle of nowhere, all of a sudden, it's just like everybody. You can just Corporal from looks in the bar. He's like, "Hey, it's my flag," and they're <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" That is amazing. That's fucking awesome. Would you uh, Would you like to go back and visit Jackie? I think her name. Jackie for sure. Miles. I'd pay her a visit. Yeah, <laughs> I would see Jackie again. Yeah. She was a sweetheart. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of people out there that that I'd be happy to see. I got invited to the guy I was living with owned like a an opal like a plot of land for opal mining where it's just like random place in the outback where there's just tons of holes that dug straight under the ground you take a ladder down there and you get opals or you search for opals and I was supposed to go but I couldn't fit it in before I left so it'd be cool if I could do that would it be an opal miner uh yeah Dude, <laughs> not not like as a job, but just to do for like oh. a weekend or something. Dude, you're living the movie Holes. <laughs> <laughs> Start eating raw onions. It's <laughs> like Shrek. Well, that's, why'd you have to make a wholesome story on Wholesome? <laughs> Are you telling me Shrek's not a wholesome movie? It's, it's briskly, a tale of overcoming briskly, diversity. Briskly walks to that dragon. Shrek is a, a good movie. It's it a is. tale of overcoming Shrek diversity and becoming movie. one with yourself and feeling comfortable in your own skin, Alex. <laughs> and that's pretty fucked. And that's the message that this episode was trying to get across. <laughs> Shrek's a yeah. good movie. No. Speaking of uh, something wholesome, I, I can't imagine because I've never had one myself, but a great wholesome meal of Hungry Man just sounds delicious at this point. And Jay, I'm going to pass this to you since I've never had it, but, you know, I think you can cover for this episode since you, uh, I had to call you out on skipping last time. Why, thanks, Corporal. I was really waiting for this moment to appreciate one of our sponsors. Hungry Man is a nice, wholesome, filling meal provided to the Hungry Man since 1970-something. Hungry Man has been feeding the working man and Aussies alike uh, to make sure that you can fit in all of your journeys between being a carny and being a bartender. Hungry Man, if you could send us $14,000 and a Wi-Fi router, we can use that money to send Corporal back to the Outback where he can do scouting to make sure that you can get your products out to these people in such places as cock and balls and miles. <laughs> Hungry Man, this is the Hello Harm podcast asking once again, sorry I forgot one time, um, please... Uh, Hit us up at helloharmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, and Anchor. And if you have any questions, you can hit me up at my phone number, which will be in the description below. <laughs> Thank you, Hungry Man. This has been Jonathan Semmer of the Hello Harm Podcast, signing off. <laughs> Thank you. That was a great plug. Thank Ooh. you. You guys have uh, any more any questions, I'm, any burning desires? I'm ready, I'm ready to get plastered with the man the you know yeah, yeah, you I've got one last drink. question go ahead have you guys liked commented and subscribed <laughs> to this episode on our channel yet on YouTube if you haven't head on over hello harem on YouTube or send us an email hello harem at hello harem podcast at gmail.com yeah, I almost said hello harem at podcast <laughs> Luke that would be really sweet but do you know what else is really sweet what honey <laughs> 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 honey can save you lots of uh, honey, 
Honey offers great discounts on online websites when you shop using their little online extension browser. Use code Hello Harm whenever the fuck we get it because we still haven't been sponsored by you, honey. I'm still talking to you right now. Please send us the fucking email back. Yeah, that's it. And remember, honey can save you money. Money. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And I think that's it for Sancho, me. Sancho, I'm still single. Yep. Just kick him in the fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, given this is an anime-related podcast, um, you guys going to talk about anime? Not Actually, <laughs> my, my, uh, my anime question to... Uh, all right, two things. You don't really watch anime. No, you don't. He has seen five episodes of Die of Our Days of the Breakwater. 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 He's seen yeah. One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. And behind you, there are four lovely ladies. Nate, you get to choose one. Who is your wife oh, of the Hell of Harm podcast take room. a look at them. Other than Saber. Rounding the corners. They are each assigned to one of us, too, so you're basically wanting to yeah. get with one of us as well. Are they all of age? Yes. Yes, yes sure. No, they are. <laughs> no, they're all of they're age. All age. They're, they're all, all of age. age. So you have Asia, Akino, Rias, and Koneko. Keep in mind, each of us are assigned to one of these girls. Oh, I'm going to have to go with Kanaku. Oh, he went with oh. cat girl. Let's go. <laughs> She's a cat girl. Nya. Yeah. Nya. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Before we do close out. Corporal does have a waifu, actually. We were in Japan, and he randomly saw the first girl animated and claimed it as waifu, and that is Saber from Fate. <sighs> See, I always forget her name. So I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He tenderly, he tenderly and lovingly cares for her. Very, very much. Get her name. <laughs> also, we'll throw down uh, his SoundCloud. He does have some pretty epic beats, and he does oh, yeah. have uh, an EP that was pretty much dedicated to his time Japan. in Japan called The Great Wave, which I do own a physical a copy physical of. copy. There's like, how many are there? Ten? Uh, there's actually 50. 50. I haven't sold them all. <laughs> you know, I, I went a little overboard on ordering them, but um, I think 50 was the lower limit I could mm-hmm. buy. Would so. it be possible for us to get a copy of The Great Wave to put on the podcast? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Right yeah. That would be fantastic. I have one in my car for you guys. Wow, yeah. that'd, that'd be we'll great. For yeah, yeah we're going to pay for it. Cheers, cheers. Yeah. Um, Make sure you guys check out Corporal uh, and his music. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. He took his time to come and share his story with us. Um, and I think at the very least, the way we could repay him is by asking our beloved viewers to uh, support him as an artist. Yeah. So thank you. His, his, the link to his SoundCloud will actually be in the description below. <laughs> so we say a lot of things will be in the description yeah. and they never this, make this it there. It will be, be there. And like, like we mentioned previously, he... Uh, the beat or the music we use for the podcast and mostly every single video is Corporal's work. So if you guys like that, you'll like a lot of the other stuff he makes. So I highly encourage you to go check out his link. If you need stuff done, hit him up. I'm, he makes music all the fucking time and it's really good. So. He's currently working on one for me right now. I actually made one called Loon that he sent me, which is a fucking <laughs> yeah. Bomb. No, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. <laughs> he's working on another one. I I had I commissioned yeah. one. So hit his stuff up. He'd really appreciate it. We would really appreciate it from the Hello Horror. Much love to him. We love and you guys. Yeah, we we love you. So, Corporal, thank you so fucking much for sharing. Hey, thank you experience. for having me. I've uh, I've enjoyed listening to every episode. It's what I look forward to on Mondays as I'm working. That's right. That's Always having plans. So cool. it, it's good to be uh, good to be on here with you guys. Thank you. Thank you for setting sail with the horny homies. Okay. Yep. We had some heavy seas this trip. Yeah, but this was a good one. We had to fight off some carny pirates, some bogus pirates, some dogs, some dogs, some wild sea dogs. But we made it to land safely, and. uh that is the end of today's episode of the Hello Harm podcast. As always, guys, thank you very much for listening to not only us, but Corporal's story. 
Uh, go subscribe on YouTube, like, comment, and share this podcast if you found anything interesting. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to our Spotify, follow us. We have weekly weekly videos and weekly uh, podcasts coming out. So thank you guys very much. We'll catch you next week. Sign off. Sign off. Sign off. Sign off.